What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to another edition of Laurel Park Weekly. It's Thursday, October 26th. We're live here by the historic Laurel Park paddock. I'm Stanton Salter along with Dave Rodman, Ty Ellis, our Maryland Million recap showing what a day it was last Saturday, Maryland's Day at the Races, the 32nd running of the Jim McKay Maryland Million. Big crowd attendance was up. The in-state handle was up. We had some awesome performances, and we're going to show them all to you on the show this morning. Yeah, perfect weather for the 32nd running of the Jim McKay Maryland Million. Temperature in the 70s. There was plenty of sunshine. Not only the thoroughbred racing here with the Maryland Million, but a lot of on-track activities. I think every Everybody enjoyed the entire day. Uh, yeah, there was activities for all ages. My my daughter came out, mm -hmm. and uh, she's she's 18 months. She enjoyed the face painting and all the all the stuff that goes along with horse racing, not just the betting. You had a nice crowd down there by the jailbreak uh, crossover bar. Nice crowd down there enjoying the day and uh, cashing some bets down there as well. Yeah, we were teaching people how to bet, put some tickets together, teaching them how to construct tickets and read the tote board. And I got lucky, cashed a couple tickets and, and bought some drinks for some folks down there. All right, so some awesome, uh, awesome performances. Uh, your, your thoughts on the, on the big day, Dave? No, big day for Nick Juarez, uh, yeah. jockey, uh, local, and uh, coming back to Maryland. Also a big day, of course, for the Maryland Breeding Farm, showcasing their stallions. A lot of new stallion activity here in Maryland, and I think we got some people interested in participating in the game here in Maryland as it continues upsurge nationally. That was a big uh, showcase day for Maryland Racing and Breathing. Let's show you all the action from last Saturday in our local recap. The 32nd running of the Jim McKay Maryland Million. We had 11 races on the day. Seven of them were over 100,000. Here's the Maryland Million Nursery. First time starter by Graham Motion. Clever Mind by Buffum was, Buffum was ready to run. Nick Juarez, this was his first of three stake wins on the day. And when you look at the race, you see what's Graham Motion doing of the first time starter here against winners? And this is what he was doing on the first time starting against winners. Way out in the middle of the track in the blue cap. Owner Richard Golden. A lot of trouble at the start. Broke slowly, then was kind of forced in and swung to the outside. This horse with a lot of talent. When he crossed the wire in 110.05, it said either A, the track is very fast, or B, this horse has a lot of talent. I think uh, he's got a lot of talent. Yeah, fast time there. Uh, the horse paid $16 for the win price. It was the eighth. 
uh, Maryland Million win for trainer Graham Motion. That ties him third all-time with Tony Dutro and Bill Boniface. And uh, Jamaica Don ran a big race, looked like he'd won, had put the race away and had won the race uh, tie. And here comes Clever Mine on the far outside. Yeah, I think, uh, Dave, you, you said, I think I'll take option B. The horse mm -hmm. has a lot of talent, even a little slow start. Not going to be the only two-year-old we see in the card. We'll that, that started slow and made a big right. run. We'll catch up with that a little bit later. But Jamaican Don was in, was in the lead at the end, but uh, a clever mind. The first-time starter uh, just came swooping by, and that's impressive for uh, a, a young horse that's developing and hasn't even run in a race yet to win a, a race that caliber. Son of Buffum out of the Cozine Mare. Too cozy first time out. So we're going to watch for that horse, Clever Mind. Had a lot of people buzzing on Maryland Million Day after that one. First, our stakes. Yeah, he's, <coughs> he's by Buffum. <coughs> Excuse me, who's a young Bernardini sire. Buffum stands up there at Northview Stallion Station. So good-looking winner there by Clever Mind in the Maryland Million Nursery. The Maryland Million Sprint was race four on the afternoon last Saturday, and Blue Moon Ace was a popular favorite. Let's show you this win here uh, for uh, Blue Moon Ace, the Maryland Bread by Malibu Moon. The Maryland Sprint opened up to Maryland Breads. It was a uh, nice, uh, nice, talented group of runners. Uh, rocking on by, he made his uh, normal bid to be second, but it was uh, all Blue Moon Ace uh, with Julian Pimentel aboard for Robert Cole and trainer Kevin Patterson. Keep in mind what we said a few moments ago. This is the race right after uh, the win by... Um, there were a couple what? of races after, uh, there was the race, for, excuse me, right after Clever Mine uh, won, and then Blue Moon Ace comes in 109.06. So a two-year-old went 110.05, right. the much more seasoned Blue Moon Ace, multiple stakes winner in 109.06 with Pimentel up. And, uh, yeah, with the win, Clever Mind, uh, I mean, excuse me, Blue Moon Ace continued the, the mid to high 90s, earned a 97 buyer, Clever Mind earned mm -hmm. a 76, so, which is pretty good for a two-year-old. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, Blue Moon Ace was really impressive. Uh, Pimentel just kind of let him do what he does, does what he does, and, and won pretty easy there. I'm, I'm thinking bigger and better things uh, to come for this one. certainly tough at six, six and a half furlongs. We saw that at Timonium with that six and a half furlong race. Uh, Robert Cole going to keep him sprinting against a company where he can win. Uh, and, he, you know, he said in the winner's circle he broke a little bit sloppy, but maybe worked to his benefit because a few horses went out there to duel. Blue Moon Ace usually a horse likes to be on the lead. But he settled well and then surged and went on to win going away, expanded his margin from the furlong marker home. So nice claim by Robert Cole and Kevin Patterson. And how about the, uh, the breeder here, Howard Bender, no surprising, no no surprise, uh, no su surprise to uh, the Maryland Million winner circle. Another Howard Bender bred horse, Blue Moon Ace, in the Maryland Million Sprint. Let's show you perhaps one of the performances of the day. We had a bunch of nice performances, and perhaps the Maryland Million Lassie was the best performance of the day. Limited View was one of the favorites in here with the Hall of Famer Edgar Prado, but Margie's Money was in here, Pearl Jam, Pikachu Princess. It was a tough, big field, and here's the break for Limited View. There you see on the far outside. Uh, she breaks from the 11 hole. She makes a right-hand turn. She spots the field here about what, uh, Dave, about uh, to 10, 10 lengths here? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, she's always had her issues in the paddock going to the gate. She was fractious in the starting gate before the break, then breaks outward. And really, after that kind of break, if you played her, you probably said, well, she'll be lucky to finish third. But uh, Edgar Prado just kind of just settled on her early. 
let her do her own thing. And uh, when they came down the stretch, looked to the outside, and I saw some black colors coming. There were a few black colors in the race. So I wonder if I'm calling the right horse here <laughs> for sure. And it, and it was. And there she was <laughs> on the far outside, beginning her role now. Uh, blue, excuse me. Uh, that was, let's keep going back to the other race. Limited view. Uh, put uh, trainer John Salzman Jr. Uh, in tears in the winner's circle. It, it, it was an emotional interview uh -huh. afterwards, but this is, I mean, I can't speak. This was fantastic running. And it was, I was doing my handicapping seminar session down, down, in, the, down in the apron, and I put all of my bankroll for that race on this horse, and I basically just kind of threw my ticket up at the beginning and said, this horse has no shot. And then sure enough, uh, you see what this horse limited view came back. Earned a low buyer. It was a 54 buyer figure, but you can't really expect too much uh, higher out of that when you, when you spot a, a field of, of that caliber 10 10 lengths at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, losing so. a lot of ground, 112 and 1, so you knew the time wasn't going to be that great after all that trouble in the wide uh, trip as well. But good and, thing you threw your ticket in there <laughs> instead of tearing it up, Ty. <laughs> and it's, uh, it, it pays to listen to us because I was telling everybody uh, I was between this horse and, and Margie's money, and I remember what Stan said that John Salzman last time in the winter's circle said they haven't even really scraped the surface on this horse, and the horse was just getting cranking up, so that's why I decided to go with limited view. Glad I did, and, and uh, the sky is is, is uh, definitely looking bright for, for this filly. And she's by Freedom Child, the Mid-Atlantic leading sire for two-year-olds. Freedom Child, a, a new young sire at Country Lake Farm. This is his first crop of runners, so he gets a stakes winner in his first crop. Nice job by John Salzman Jr. As, as we talked about, this filly a bit of a handful, and uh, he was a bit emotional in the winner's circle. Uh, they did a nice job, a lot of hard work uh, went into to the win with limited view and a nice ride uh, by the Hall of Famer Edgar Prado. He tied Ramon Dominguez for uh, all-time Maryland Million wins uh, with this win here with limited view. And that's quite a feat, Ramon Dominguez having, I believe it was five wins in one day in Maryland Million Day back in 05. Yep, mm. I, yep I, think, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. So a big win there with for, for limited view in the Maryland Million last year. Let's show you the Maryland Million distaff crab cakes, a, a fan favorite out here, and uh, what a talented racehorse she is. She just blew him away in the distaff. Well, she had to work for it a little bit, but uh, Forrest Boyce, a nice, confident ride here on the outside for trainer Bernie Houghton. Crab cakes by Great Notion, uh, one of the up-and-coming sires here in Maryland. Great Notion stands up there at Northview Stallion Station. Good-looking win here by Crab Cakes. In a previous race, uh, she pulled away right there at the eighth pole, but she was kind of a little uh, maybe looking around for some competition once she hit the front, and the competition was indeed coming. Excellent race by my magician, but certainly the most popular winner of the day and the most popular dish on Maryland Million Day, Crab Cakes. <laughs> I think everybody in the in the dining room upstairs, which was packed, had a, one or two uh, crab cakes at least. But uh, good win. You you mentioned the horse might have got a little confident when when she hit the lead, and my magician came running late. She rolls, finished uh, third at sixty to one to round out a nice try there. Um, uh, and and uh, uh, crab cakes. I'll be interested to see where where they decide to take her. Next. Yeah, good, good for the small barn there. She rolls at 60 to 1. A really good effort from her. We should mention her. She made all the pace in that race and hung on to finish uh, third for Johnny Hartzell and Sandy Valley Farms. All right, so nice uh, dis Maryland Million distaff crab cakes. Uh, keeps her sharp form here at Laurel Park for Buckingham Farm, Morgan's Farm. 
uh, Morgan's Ford Farm, the owner, and trainer Bernie Howell. Let's take a look here at the Maryland Million Turf. This was a very impressive uh, performance here. We didn't see Just Howard uh, in the Maryland Million Turf. We'll see Just Howard uh, hopefully at Santa Anita this weekend, but Spartianos was dead game with Nick Juarez. This was Nick's second stakes win of the day. Spartianos led all the way for trainer Mike Pino, $7.60 winner in the Maryland Million Turf. I think the finish of the day here, the heart attack finish, as this talk show man on the green on the far outside, if you said, I'll going to bet talk, talk show man to show here, you'd said, no way. And look at him. He's coming <laughs> on the outside, but Spartianos digs in under Nick Juarez there uh, to win. Big effort from some kind of magician who just noses out talk show man. It was really a four-way photo as Grenda Flora was just a neck behind talk show man. A really, really good effort from all of those runners, but an exceptional ride by Nick Juarez, slowing it down early, 25.05, half and 49 and change, and then having enough left to hold off some kind of magician talk show man. Yeah, it was a really good late kick by talk show man, what he normally does, and, and I thought, I, when I first saw it, I thought he got the bob. Uh, but then the photo, came, yeah. the photo came up and, and Spartianos won. And then, <coughs> excuse me, Talk Show Man didn't even get second, which I thought he was a lock for. But uh, some kind of magician was there, and, and you said it. That was, that was probably the, uh, the finish of the day. Fantastic. That's what these turf races do. Uh, they create these blank of finishes, and they're fun for the fans. I know all the fans down on the apron, they just they couldn't get enough mm. of the finish down there. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five horses ahead of nose and neck and ahead on the chart. Do that dance was fifth. Beaten how far <laughs> for all the money? Not much. So, wow, what a finish there. Spartianos by Not for Love, the all-time leading sire for Maryland Million winners. He's passed away um, uh, r r a couple years ago, uh, but he was uh, the, he's uh, good to see him still with some offspring winning on Maryland Million Day. Let's uh, show you the Maryland Million ladies. This was going a uh, mile and an eighth on the Acceler turf course, and trainer Mike Trombetta, he had a good day. He had two fillies here in the Maryland Million ladies. My sister's ledge, good-looking win. This was Julian Pimentel's second win of the day. It's a three-year-old filly by Etched. Etched, a young sire up there at Bonita Farm. Of course, the Boniface family, instrumental in uh, starting the Maryland Million program with Jim McKay and Chick Lang. Good to see Etch with an offspring win here. My sister's sledge for trainer Mike Trombetta. For Sherry Benner, John Benner, not only the owners, but the uh, breeders uh, of this horse. Um, since the runner was by Etch, they decided the Maryland Million program was the way to go. Uh, gave the horse to Mike Trombetta to get, him ready, get her ready specifically for this race. And another thrilling finish over Great Soul, the favorite by a nose. Julian Pimentel up. Yeah, it was really a dream trip as we saw there. Saved all the ground and then... Uh, great soul uh, kind of drifted out and opened the, the rail up and just uh, Pimentel took full advantage of it and that might have been the difference between uh, a win and a second place there is he only won or she only won by a nose excuse me no oh, yeah it was uh, Pimentel's second stakes win of the day nice ride there on my sister's ledge for trainer Mike Trombetta all right the feature of the day last Saturday of course it was the Maryland Million Classic for three and up, going a mile and an eighth on the main track. Admiral's Wartress was trying to be the first horse ever to win this race three years in a row. John Jones was the favorite in here. Todd trainer Todd Pletcher had a couple in here. Let's show you bonus points coming from way out of it. 
with Nick Juarez aboard. It's a three-year-old by Majestic Warrior, the uh, Maryland Million Classic, like the sprint, opened up to Maryland bred, so you had a nice big field. Bonus points bred by Country Life Farm. Nice winner here in the Classic. We mentioned three-year-old going against older horses, but also last week we showed uh, Admiral's War Chest and, and um, John Jones basically as horses who may have been vulnerable with only one race under the belt, and vulnerable they were indeed as uh, Admiral's War Chest prompted to set the early pace and then faded. Uh, John Jones actually ran seventh in that race, um, was the leader at the three-quarter mark in the race. Bonus points began his wide rally just above the quarter quarter pole and kept the sustained run going to win going away. The race shaped up a lot like you uh, you saw on paper where the three inside horses really dueled for the lead and I think it's set up for uh, that, that mid middle of the pack runner of bonus points. Good win. Nick Juarez, good to see him come to town and, and take uh, take the classic. He had a big day. The Chambetta horse, Southside Warrior, good uh, good effort there to be second. Ghost Bay, a, a, a decent effort there to be third. Harabi Bales and Marshall Dow. Good running of the Maryland Million Classic. Bonus points wins it for Todd Pletcher and Three Diamonds Farm, Country Lay Farm, uh, the winning breeder of bonus points. All right, let's uh, get a break. That was the big day we had here last Saturday at Laurel Park. We'll show you some big national races from around the uh, country last weekend right after this. Welcome back, Laurel Park Weekly here on a beautiful, brisk fall Thursday uh, morning as we get you ready for the race weekend here at Laurel Park, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Remember, Mondays now we have live racing for the rest of the year. Let's show you a couple big races from around the country. Last weekend at Keeneland, uh, they had the Lexus Raven run, Miss Sunset, an impressive winner in there. Three-year-old filly by Into Mischief. Let's show you the race. Talk us, uh, talk us through it here, Dave. Miss Sunset, an impressive winner at Keeneland. Mm, early leader was Chalon, California, fin uh, finished one two in here. Chalon, Miss Sunset, Miss Sunset wearing down uh, Chalon there, who was the leader in mid-stretch. And it's seven furlongs in 122.21. Miss Sunset now seven out of 11 lifetime. Uh, trained by Jeff Bondi for his longtime owners, uh, Alan Klein and Philip Liberts. Uh, they ship this uh, filly from California to Keeneland for the money against Open Company. They could have kept her against Calvert's Easy Company, where she would have been a really short price. Right. But uh, they really thought they had a loaded filly on their hands, and indeed they did. Uh, one, two from California finishers in the Raven run. Yes, she was 7-2 in the race, and uh, she was a favorite. So it was a mm. wide-open race. It was nice to see uh, Tikalia, who has a little bit of Laurel connections, broke the maiden here at Laurel, finished fourth, a, a, a fast-closing fourth in there. Uh, but that was a good race for the three-year-old fillies. Julian LePeru up on Miss Sunset. All right, also, Keeneland had another big race down there last Sunday, the Rude and Riddle. Uh, I'm messing up the name here, but no, Apple. It is the Rude and Riddle. Okay. Uh, Rude and Riddle Dowager, sorry. Uh, Rude sponsored Riddle. by Rude and Riddle. So Rude and sponsored by Rude and Riddle Dow Dowager. Is yeah, it Dowager, that right? yeah, grade three. Grade three, Apple Betty. Let's talk about Apple Betty, an impressive winner with John Velasquez aboard. Yeah, well, we're going out to the turf here at Keeneland. 
uh, Phillies and Mares three up mile and a half on the grass. And uh, Apple Betty had the stamina uh, spurted clear to win at three to one. Kind of the second choice in the race as Lottie was the favorite. It's the third stakes win uh, of the career for the Irish bred uh, Philly, who's trained by Shug McGahee and owned by Joe Allen, the green and the yellow, or green and white colors there of the Joe Allen uh, barn. Uh, previously raced in Germany and in France and another barn brought over here to the States uh, and had run at Belmont and some uh, some 12 for long races, uh, mile and a quarter type races there and finds the Keeneland course to her liking. And yeah. uh, actually a good effort because she'd been on the lead in uh, her last couple of starts. So she's settling down a little bit more for um, Shug. It changed the race style a little bit, sat bid pack, and then uh, uh, the, the good good uh, staying power, one by three and a half, almost four lengths. So Shuck McGee, yeah. he's got a nice little filly, a distant filly uh, on his hands. She yeah. was uh, third, excuse me, second in the race last year, and she had actually rated at Keeneland. So maybe she just really kind of loves that course, the feeling of a course under her, under her hooves there. Galileo filly, Apple, Betty. I, I get excited when we see the Tappet horses run around here. Tappet, of course, the leading sire in the country. Galileo, the leading sire in the world. So I, I, we had a Galileo run here uh, this fall. So always exciting to see the Galileos run here in this country. So a nice win by Apple Betty at Keeneland last Sunday. Let's show you a little local preview uh, we have coming up uh, th this weekend. And that little, I'm sorry, a little national preview uh, coming up this weekend. Some big races from around the country. We'll show you what's coming up here in Maryland. But first, let's show you what's coming up uh, up there at Belmont. The bold ruler going seven furlongs. We know this horse from around here, don't we? Say Mordini. Say Mordini is going to be going in the bold ruler. Talk us th through this, Ty. Yeah, Say Mordini. This here is a, a race at Laurel on, on May 6th. Uh, yeah, won by 13 lengths and a, a good racetrack, a muddy racetrack here. Uh, this has been one of my favorite uh, Colts. In the last, uh, I mean, th this year kind of took a sideline. Hasn't raced since the early July, but uh, threw a 113 buyer last out in the state dinner up at Belmont. Uh, threw a 101, clicked to stop the timer at 131 and four, going a mile here uh, in March. You don't see that kind of speed too often. This race went 135 and three, earning a 98 buyer. As you can see, there's no other horses in the picture here. This is a really good horse, cutting back from two turns to one turn, maybe getting a little bottom uh, underneath. I was looking forward, before this race, uh, you look at that last race at Belmont, I was really looking forward to this horse maybe being a Whitney horse, uh, but something happened, obviously, where, where they're, they're probably going to target maybe uh, the Gulfstream winner meet for uh, some bigger races down the road. I don't think you're going to see the best because of off the long layoff, but this is definitely a cranking up for something further down the road. Yeah, Linda Rice had said he had a little bit of a minor issue, so that's why he's been off uh, since July, but he's won his last threes, five of nine lifetime. Uh, I would really like to see him maybe come back at seven furlongs here in a little sprint in February. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Gen General yeah. George. Yeah, yeah. 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 Same I don't know, just sure. thinking way ahead of myself for no apparent reason. No, <laughs> but, uh, no. You know, we'll see how he, how he does and hopefully he continues on the roll. I tell you, he's one of the most impressive mile winners I think I've ever seen here uh, at Laurel Park, aside yep. maybe from, say, eight to fast to catch. was kind of like he loved that mile, right? And, and if you like a mile, then you, you have to think that the horse should love seven furlongs. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, right. He can. I think he can settle a little bit. All right. So Seymour Dini is going to be one of the uh, favorites in the Grade Three Bold Ruler. That's at Belmont Park uh, this weekend. That's uh, what this Saturday, right, guys? The Bold Ruler. 
Saturday. So yeah. This Saturday, yep. okay. Another uh, another big uh, grade two this weekend is the uh, the grade two Fayette down there. Uh, the Hay, the Hag Yard, Fayette, grade two, going nine furlongs on the main track down there uh, at Keeneland. And McCracken's going to be one of the favorites in there. Let's show you the race with the uh, the audio from uh, McCracken's last race up at Monmouth at the Haskell Invitational. Hence is the trailer. They're covered by seven lengths. Battle of Midway hanging tough. Irish war cry on the outside. McCracken's making a bold four-wide bid. Timeline is one from the rail. Battle of Midway is the first to give way as the field turns for home. McCracken cut loose with a powerful rally outside of Irish war cry. Irish war cry and McCracken. McCracken has the lead. Practical Joke is finding his best stride. Timeline has dropped out of it. Gervin in the center of the track. McCracken by two. Practical Joke and Gervin are both coming. Gervin on the outside. Here comes Gervin. And Gervin gets up to win by a nostril over McCracken in a thrilling Haskell. Practical Joke was a great third. And Irish War Cry finished for it. Well, a nose, a nose <laughs> was the margin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ran, ran a winning race, and Gervin just beats him uh, by a whisker yeah. there. Uh, and then he came back in the Travers. Hopefully we'll see the better McCracken uh, in the grade two this week in Keeneland. Yeah, four to one on the morning line. That was a heartbreaking loss. Had to be for the connections. Staking, staying at the, the mile and an eighth for this race. You got other good horses in here. Honorable Duty, who's going to be nine to five in here. And Neolithic, uh, Todd Pletcher's horse is two to one. Now, Neolithic. Gunrunner, third to Gunrunner, and uh, Honorable Duty, who was a uh, second to Gunrunner, and the Foster, and uh, Neolithic, who was a uh, third to Gunrunner in the Woodward. So they're going to take, I think, a lot of play, uh, given Gunrunner's uh, running a line in there. Guys, Setting it up for you guys know who I like. Shepi <laughs> the Great. Are you trying to? He's going to win. I knew one of these I knew races. you were going to come up with he's this. Too. He's going to win yeah. one of these races. Maybe the, the the Breeders' Cup Classic. Maybe coming from way out of it. Yeah, just Shepi the Grapes in there. Uh, good third in the uh, the PA Derby last out. Uh, should be a good running there against. Uh, should be a good addition uh, of the uh, Hagyard Fayette Stakes. So, Am I saying that right? Yeah, uh, you say setting, setting it. Yeah, you, yeah. you set him up for his <laughs> next Zito line. Right. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, that's a couple nice races coming up for you this weekend on the national scene. Let's show you what's coming up here on the local scene tomorrow here at Laurel Park. Tomorrow we have a nice carryover for you in the 20 cent rainbow pick six. Going to start race four tomorrow on our nine race program. Carryover eight thousand eight hundred and thirty-five dollars. That's a beautiful carryover. They'll put about five, six thousand new money into it. If you can be the only ticket uh, to uh, to take it down, you'll have a nice uh, nice score of over ten thousand. So a nice carryover in the pick six. That starts tomorrow as we kick off the four-day race weekend tomorrow. You guys think it's a playable card for the uh, pick six tomorrow? Every pick six is yes. tough here, Stan. Look at that. <laughs> you know, it's been yep. been really tough lately. But you've got to take that shot with a twenty. Uh, wager uh, and uh, looks like good weather for Friday for Saturday and of course we are running Monday right you got to remember stress that yep. the fans now our handle was very strong the yep. last uh, Monday 1230 post time uh, here at Laurel Park especially on our multi-race handle mm -hmm. the pick yeah. fours the last pick fives they were yeah. really really big they got hit hard on Monday hopefully we get a little bit of momentum with the pick six and and it carries a couple more days and we see 20 25,000 maybe on Monday and then me and Stan we can go all in and, <laughs> and uh, try to take it down. 
All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll be trying to hit the pick six this weekend. Four days of live racing here at Laura Park, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Next weekend, huge weekend of horse racing around the country. It's the World Thoroughbred Championships, the Breeders' Cup out there at Del Mar. You can't make it to Del Mar. We'll come spend the Breeders' Cup with us here at Laura Park. We'll have a nice uh, live racing program. Gates open at 11 a.m. The facilities are beautiful. Always a big crowd on Breeders' Cup weekend, guys. You pick your spot to watch the Breeders' Cup races in the sports bar, the second floor. That'll be rocking. I think it's where I was last year. Yeah, with the sports bar for yeah. the, the Breeders' Cup right. Classic. Mm -hmm. I think I watched that. That's right. You yep. sure did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My memory's not that terrible after all this time. <laughs> so, all right. So we'll have a big yeah. crowd out here that Friday and Saturday for the Breeders' Cup. And after Breeders' Cup weekend, we're going to have a monster weekend right here at Laurel Park as we celebrate the life and legacy of the champion Ben's Cat. That'll be uh, Saturday, uh, November 11th. It's also Veterans Day. We'll have a special 12 noon post. We have six stake races, a free Ben's Cat bobblehead, free poster, autograph session with the Hall of Famer King T. Leatherberry and all the jockeys for Ben's Cat, uh, drink specials, and more. We're going to have some great live racing and celebrate one of the best of all time, Ben's Cat. Yeah, session with King Leatherberry and all of the riders that were aboard Ben's Cat for uh, the victories will be here to sign, including uh, Trevor McCoy. McCarthy, Rosemary Holmeister Jr. is going to be here. And I uh, already got a lot of buzz uh, on Twitter that uh, some people are coming from out of state. A lot of people coming from out of state. Uh, one person I know from Texas is coming up to, to watch the ceremony and come out participate in Ben's Cat Day. They'll be coming from all around. Uh, Ben's Cat was beloved. Yeah. That, and that bobblehead is going to be a collector's edition. It is. You might yeah. see that on, on eBay or Amazon, whatever they sell it's them the on now. <laughs> they ran until yeah. age 11, made, uh, made over $2.5 million. Uh, one Can you get me one? A yeah. bobblehead? Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll get the bobbleheads. You sure? Yes. I'm going to yes. put it next to my extra heat bobblehead. All right, okay. yeah, that'll be a, the collector's items. Uh, well, uh, the extra heat one already, a collector's item. All right, that's it. We're out of time. So big day for Ben's Cat. Mark your calendars Saturday, November 11th. That's it for Ty Ellis, Dave Rodman. I'm Stan Salter. Hope to see you at the races this weekend here at Laurel Park. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.